All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Oh hi everybody! How we doing? Welcome to the program. It's uh, it's your old uh, your old friend Boomer here. Uh, we're running solo today on the old barn burner for uh, an undetermined amount of time. It's uh, it's just you and me as we get into this on a Friday. Pinder off long weekend, taking an extra day, and our buddy Warner is uh, m- maybe right about now. I'm just looking at the time. Could be getting thrown out of a uh, a hockey rink in minneapolis st paul as his junior sabers are on the ice this morning so it's just you know what gather around come on in we'll all do this together we'll get through this luckily we have a uh, a scintillating hockey game to talk about from last night we've got the pinder report to get through our buddy darren dreger is going to join us coming up in uh, you know eight ten minutes somewhere in there one of our uh, telus insiders our hockey insiders is going to join us he of course from tsn lots going on lots to keep an eye on as we get into the show today but uh but we do it we get into it the opening statements for mcleod law of course mcleod law calgary based calgary uh, business calgary proud calgary roots run deep they run deep into the soil the the uh you know metaphorical soil that is uh the city of calgary there are buddies there are events partners of course um peter klein is a guy that you want on your team he's a guy that you want on your side he is the personal injury guy but did you know he's also the go-to guy in calgary for your disability insurance claim if your long-term disability insurance company is refusing to pay insurance benefits to you you contact peter and you say hey pete these guys are you know what shh, shh, shh. i've got you I know what's going. I know what's going on. This is I'm, I specialize in this. You just, you just settle down, and I'll take over from here. And you say, God, 
Peter, that's unbelievable news because I was really kind of worked up. Don't be worked up. It's what we do here. And then he goes to work and he gets you the peace of mind. Then he gets you those, uh, those benefits that you need. Contact Peter and his staff, whatever your legal issues may be. It's McLeod law. It's only McLeod law, McLeod law.com. Um, opening statements, not good, not good for the Calgary flames last night. How is it that a team that has not been in a playoff spot, I think all year has not been, I mean, flirting maybe at best with a uh, wild card spot. How is it you take a team lightly? Um, uh, first game back after a road trip. Well, uh, this is a, this is a bad spot for them. This is a look a look past game. This is a look ahead game. You can't have look ahead games. You can't have look past games when you are outside of the playoffs. When you're one of the bottom teams in the National Hockey League, um, against if you want to call them weaker opponents, Ottawa one and one, Columbus zero and two, San Jose zero and one. Anaheim, they did manage to defeat Chicago one and one. What three and five against cellar dwellers? That's not acceptable. Regardless of what your pursuit is, what your game, what your goal and your aim is on the season, you should not, you should not stink to that degree on against bad teams, unless you yourself are a bad team. That might be the, uh, you know, that, that would be the litmus test. What are you? Can you really be considered a playoff team or a team in a playoff hunt when that is the record that you have? against weaker opponents. Uh, you're also a weak opponent. Final score, 6-3 last night. Um, slow start. They get the goal from Nazem Kadri off of his skate, so they actually get a bit of a bounce there. And I don't know what happens. The thing is, we're going to talk about, about Dustin Wolf today because he has been sent down. The Flames have made some moves this morning. Cole Schwint and Dustin Wolf down to the American Hockey League. Dan Vladar has come off the IR. And Dryden Hunt has been called up. Hunt has played four games with the Flames so far this season. So he will step in. Um, and it's it's not going to be a happy... Uh, Wolf will not be happy in general to be sent back to the American Hockey League. And he will not be happy with how his game went last night. Whether you blame him, whether you feel for him, whatever the case may be, he got shelled last night. When's the last time the Flames have given up six? It's not been a regular occurrence that the flames have fallen apart like, like that. The question is, if Markstrom was in, would it have been a six, three game? Did the flames find a way to win? I don't know. You go back to the Rangers game a couple nights earlier. They were not great in that game. If you recall, it's, it's been a steady stream of short, shorthanded breakaways, odd man rushes, and Markstrom has been heroic. Wolf was not heroic last night. I don't really know what the difference would have been, but it's a one, nothing game. And you, you go back and you kind of track the scoring chances. It's one nothing. Michael Backlund hits a goalpost. It's one nothing. Manjapani has a chance on kind of a part. It's not even a partial break, but he's got a, a scoring opportunity and, and does not score. It's one nothing. Jonathan Huberto has a breakaway and cannot score. Now, I don't know. I don't know where the Sharks are at in their, in their mind. Coming into the game last night, I think we had talked about they had lost 12 games and then had gone 5-4-2. and two in the games following that huge skid. It's really the best part of their season. So that's an 11 game stretch where they have nine, have five wins. So you're really getting them at their high watermark. But if you make it, if you make a one, nothing game, two, nothing, if you make a two, nothing game, three, nothing there, are they the type of team that would just say, you know what? Fuck it. We've, 
we're just playing out the string anyway. We're not dead last, but we're next to dead last. Who cares? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But they they did not make it 2 nothing. They did not make it 3 nothing. And instead what they did is actually hung their goalie out to dry. We've got, I put together just a, you know, a sequence of plays here. And it's not fair to the goalie. I, I don't think it's a night where you can fairly look and assess what you have because here's this is the first one. This is what this is the Mackenzie Weger one. So he gives it up, or is that Hannafin? Yeah, that's the Hannafin one. And now does does he catch an edge? Does he fall over? It's a weird play, but for sure don't turn it over there. And then Weger hits Kadri in the back, and it's a wide open. There's nothing. How are you pinning any of that on on Wolf? Then there's this one that is as goofy as it comes. He makes the initial save. Tanev kind of bunts it. I don't blame Tanev, but it sneaks underneath him and goes in. And now it's five to two. The game's out of hand, but then Coleman, who should not be doing this, he turns it over and it goes into the roof. It was, make no mistake, this was not a one mistake away from being a, a Flames win in a night that you'd feel good about. And should Wolf have had some of those? I, I see the comments coming. Wolf looked small. Well, compared to a 6-6 goalie, he is small. Now, certainly on that final goal, the, the sixth goal, which was uh, Cunning, his second. I mean, yeah, he looks like he's a little deep into his net. And when you're used to watching a big goalie, a guy like Wolf, who's six foot, he's going to look a little bit smaller. And at that point, he's probably playing small, if that makes any sense. Not a great night. Make no, make no mistake about it. Whether or not you think they're coming back into a playoff spot or whatever, um, it was just not first game back. I, I have always had trouble with that. I will always have trouble with that. But the most disturbing thing is to me, and it's, I guess, disturbing. It's what pisses you off is if you're a member of the Flames, if you're a veteran on that team and you've got the kid going in goal. Now he's been around. He's played some games. It's not like he's a fresh-faced rookie, but you've got Wolf going in. Play better for sure. I mean, play better than that. Don't turn pucks over right in front of your goaltender. Play better for the young guy who's looking to get a win. It's maybe overstating it, and I'm sure they'd love to have done things a little bit differently, for sure. But there's a number of things there. I don't think it gives Craig Conroy pause on whether he's going to make a goalie trade. If there's a trade that's there that's going to make sense for the Flames, he's going to do it. But... I don't think it's fair to look at what you saw to Dustin Wolf last night and say, say I, I'm not sure that you can hang the future of the goaltending spot on him. I'm not sure that he's ready for it. Well, he's probably not ready for it. But it does maybe, if you're a fan, it does make you stop and think, so is this uh, is this what it potentially would look like if there is a uh, Markstrom deal? Is this life what life could be like after you have really, really strong goaltending? Yeah, it could be. So careful what you wish for, perhaps. We'll go to the, uh, that's the opening statements for McLeod Law. Our buddies over at McLeod Law, McLeod-Law.com. We're ready to head to the Insider Hotline. It's a presentation. Tell us you can enter to win one of six monthly prizes, including tickets to Calgary hockey games, awesome tech like AirPods, Apple Watches, and more. No purchase necessary. All you need to do is fill out a quick survey to enter. For your chance to win, go online, tellus.com slash flames contest we say good day to mr darren drager how we doing dregs yeah not too bad not too bad you know post super bowl you know what it's like you know the week kind of hits you right upside the head 
when Monday morning rolls around and then you pick up pace by Tuesday and here we are on Friday. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say for, for guys our age, that was on Sunday by Thursday, yeah. Friday, you should just be over your hangover by now. You should just be starting uh, to feel like you're yourself again. I was at a buddy's cottage with five or six other hooligans and uh, yeah, you got to look at your birth certificate a couple of times <laughs> throughout the course of uh, that weekend, but you know, we survived. We had a good time. It was a half decent football game. There was some drama, some controversy, all of that. So no complaints. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's kind of silly season. We were talking about this yesterday that we're three weeks, we're what, 20 days, I think now from the trade deadline and you're going to hear things, you're going to see things. You don't know what's fact oh, yeah. or fiction or anything, but you're almost, you almost do kind of tap the brakes with just about everything right now. Don't you? Especially for you, who's an insider and everybody takes your word as gospel. So is there anything no. you have to kind of suss out just about everything right now? Don't you? No matter how ridiculous it might seem at first blush. For sure. Well, if you're doing your job correctly, you do, right? Yeah. Um, yeah I, I'm fine with speculation as long as speculation is founded and it's coming from somebody who's on the inside, right? You know, everything we talk about, you look at the trade bait graphics that everybody has out there now, um, you know, two thirds of those names probably aren't going to be moved, but at least they're fodder for trade conversation that's happened between the teams who own the rights to these players. So that's that's legit. You know, that's kind of what this time of year is, is built around. I always feel, though, for guys who, not, not for the authors of this, but for the players and for the organizations who are lumped in on players that just, you know, don't make a whole lot of sense getting traded. Uh, and so that's where we have to weigh in. And honestly, you know what, man? I'm not complaining because it comes yeah, with yeah. territory and the job. But that's where you grow a little bit weary because I always feel I, have a, I only have so many bullets, right? And I'm not going to my top sources in each organization with something that is outlandish or borderline ridiculous. Right, yeah. Um, but you got to play the game a little bit too. And and sometimes, sometimes, and it happened this week, I won't say with, with which player because it'll kind of out me in the process, right, yeah. um, where the club reaches out to you and says, hey, um, this rumor is out there. It's just flat out not true. I don't like refuting what people say because it's it's dangerous territory. But that happened to me this week when Zim reached out and said, yeah. can, you, can you just kind of throw cold water on this? Because it may happen, might happen, but it's not imminently happening. Well, I, I think I know which one you're talking about because we were discussing it on the show that day. I said, like, well, somebody says this look, looks like this is happening. So, uh, and and I, I, I said at the time, this is Drager trying to be pointed but polite. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, there have been no discussions for days. Uh, yeah. Alex let's just oh. throw it out there. Come on, man. Yeah, it was Jake Allen to call Ron. <laughs> Sorry, Matt Merle. Merle's a great guy. Yeah. but uh, He's a good guy. And, and guy. he doesn't do what I do, right? So I get yeah. it. And look, there's lots of, of, of those type of guys out there. And that's what social media is all about. And social media has made my job a lot easier over the years, but also a lot more di difficult and certainly less rewarding. Um, you know, because there are good people that know stuff, that are told stuff, right? They've got yeah. friends who are players or coaches or agents or manager, whatever. So that's why I don't like refuting it. But in this case, um, you know, the Montreal Canadiens, you know, they openly admitted that they had been in conversations with Colorado about 10 days, two weeks before, but not recently. 
So, yeah. I mean, that's why I'm careful in saying, could it happen? Sure. Sure. It could happen. Why not? But mm, not the other day and probably not today. Yeah. We're, uh, I mean, we're on all kinds of watch here. It's the Tanev watch, oh, Tanev yeah. and watch. And, um, should we be on the Markstrom watch? Uh, there's obviously, there's been some discussions. The, um, yeah. The New Jersey Devils, of course, a lot of teams, it would seem, have interest in Markstrom. He's played so great, but it feels like such a big deal. And I'll ask you this because we were talking the other day about what does it take, what is the cost of salary retention? And yeah. it, it seemed to keep Toronto from getting Nikita Zadorov. It cost right. the Calgary Flames a first-round pick last year for the Habs to take to take Sean Monaghan's money. It cost them a right. first-rounder. Yeah. So for a $3 million, $2 million salary, yeah. uh, salary bite for the Calgary Flames. It just, it feels like that's one, that's one deal. And then yeah. what do you get? What do you pay for the player? It feels like just such an enormous package. Yeah. It, and then look, I mean, many of us have linked the New Jersey Devils to Markstrom and the Calgary Flames. And the scenario that, that you've just unfolded here, I think fits the Devils to a team in that they'd sure like Craig Conroy and the Calgary Flames to eat some of that contract. And Calgary is, is saying, well, I mean, this guy is one of the best goaltenders in the league, period. Full stop. Why should we have to do that? Especially this far in advance of the trade deadline. You know, um, we're not in the business to do you a favor, Tom Fitzgerald, or the New Jersey Devils. You know, that's been a deep area of need for the Devils dating back to last year. And you know, Fitzy did not want to fully engage with Winnipeg Jets and Connor Hellebuck, even though there was ample conversation there, because he was really worried, understandably so, what that contract extension for Hellebuck was going to look like. Now, it turned out to be a pretty team-friendly extension with the Winnipeg Jets. So I wonder if, if uh, you know, Fitz, uh, <laughs> yeah, Fitzgerald is, is sitting there going, hmm, maybe I should have, you know, maybe I should have got that deal done. Um so trying to answer your question here, you know, he's got to throw something that absolutely matters to the Calgary Flames to get them to retain money. Otherwise, why would you do it now? Why wouldn't you wait until closer to the trade deadline? And are we absolutely sure, sure that March from a wave is no move to go to the New Jersey Devils? I think he would otherwise admit all of the speculation. There probably would have been information leaked that would state the the opposite sure yeah. you guys keep talking about new jersey he's not waving to go we haven't heard any of that yet but yeah. nor has he been asked to wave so i don't know it's a complicated one but it's it's one that i know the new jersey devils are going to continue to push here and we've talked about it it's it's hard to find a comparable it's fine hard to find a historical mm -hmm. example that would be similar because generally if you're a playoff bound team and you consider yourself to be in that mix you're probably set in net. You don't get to that part of, you're not yeah. in a, a wild card or above if your goaltending has let you down. I looked this morning, gosh, yeah. like Colorado, Georgiev, his save percentage, it's under 900. And there are, I mean, that, that team is full of rock stars. Um, so maybe the game has changed. We saw Aiden Hill do it for, for Vegas. Maybe you don't need a top flight goaltender. Yeah. But you sure feel, you almost feel like you're trying to kid yourself. If you're taking a team in and you don't feel good about your goaltending and then your goaltending lets you down, it's like, well, what the hell were you thinking? Of course your goaltending right. was going to let you down. Well, you don't need a top-level goaltender as long as your goaltending, your tandem, is at least average. It's got to be at least average. Otherwise, it's going to be a weakness. 
And I think for the most part, that's been the case in New Jersey. So uh, Colorado to a point, I, I do think Colorado is going to add some insurance, uh, but I, it's going to be fascinating who tips the goalie market. Is it Markstrom? Is it somebody else? And then what happens after that? But the market isn't great right now. It really isn't. You know, that's why, you know, we're speculating on, you know, top-level goaltenders ranging from Jacob Markstrom to UC Saros to what happens to Marc-Andre Fleury if the Minnesota Wild take a dive here in the games remaining prior to, you know, March 8th. So I, I feel like, I feel like, and it wouldn't be a tipping point, but I do feel like if Kent Hughes and the Montreal Canadiens can get the deal that makes the most sense for Jake Allen, they're just going to move the player. They're not waiting for Markstrom to go or looking for, you know, a pressure point. If they get the right deal um, and it, it, they don't have to retain any salary or any of that, I think they make that trade. We always react, overreact to what we've just most recently seen. And you can imagine here where everyone's excited about Dustin Wolf. And then Dustin Wolf plays last night and six get by him. And the team plays poorly in front of him. And now it's like, well, how, we cannot trade Markstrom. And, <laughs> and further to that, I'm not sure yeah. if Wolf's the guy to succeed yeah. him, even if you did. So it's, it's very much, it's panic city. But I do wonder, I'm sure you could get a lot for Jacob Markstrom. But on the flip side, oh, yeah. he's 34 yeah. and two years left. If you're the general manager, uh, how important is having, even even if you're not expected to be a contending team, how important is yeah. it to have that kind of a goaltender to keep you in games so that you don't go through a a hell year where you have some young players and then your goalie gets shelled and then his yeah. confidence is gone and the team is losing? I, just, I wonder how much of that is a consideration, even though you might get a nice, uh, a big haul for Markstrom in trade. Yeah. It's a tricky one too with with Markstrom because you know if if you're a team that has considerable interest, you want him now because you want him for this Stanley Cup push, right? Yeah. You know maybe the New Jersey Devils aren't as convinced, you know, but it it's it's going to take considerable assets. You know, I don't get the sense that the Calgary Flames want to go through a full scale rebuild here. Or yeah, a full-scale renovation. They don't want to do that. And if they do, it's going to be really, really difficult. You know, every day I see not new, but but added speculation on defense that are getting moved out, right? I mean, at some point here, Noah Hannafin's got to come to the forefront and say, okay, I'm staying or I'm not staying and allow Conroy to do his job. That's on the player. Nobody else. That's on Noah Hannafin. Yeah. Chris Tanev, he's going to be traded. You know, I read the the the, um, the speculation on Rasmus Anderson last night, right? Okay, who's playing defense for the Calgary Flames? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. No, I know. Look, I'm not shooting yeah. holes in it. I'm just saying that if you're if you're if you're trading those three guys, you better be getting some form of defense back. Obviously, if you're trading your star goaltender in Markstrom, mm, what's coming back? Or are you leaning on on what you have internally? So. It's 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 a tricky one. And it's look, do I think the Flames are gonna make playoffs? No, but they're at least close enough to it that they've gotta they've gotta stay in the fight as best they can, don't they? And yeah. there's no gun to their head to trade Jacob Markstrom. No. If they don't like what the return is, then wait and revisit it in the summer. Now it gets a little trickier, perhaps, in the summer, because Markstrom may come back and go, I didn't enjoy any of that. I didn't like being you know, number one on the TSN trade bait list. 
Yeah. I didn't like being asked about it every single media availability. I, I just didn't like it. it. Wasn't fair to my family. So I I want out now. And here's where I want to go. Sure. <laughs> you know, like it happens all the time. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. It's right? yeah. And I, and it kind of goes back to how we started with the conversation with you as an insider and having to kind of follow all of these sorts of things. The Rasmus Anderson thing, to your point, he's young, he's under contract, he's drafted by the team, they're fond of him. I thought he was going to be the captain. So so how does that stuff start? Well, Craig Conroy's listening to offers. What? So so a GM calls him and says, what are you doing with Anderson? Well, I'm not trading him. Oh, we sure like him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'd give you this for him. Well, no. I, right. So does that mean Conroy's listening to offers? Does that mean I just it gets so silly? Um, it does. And to your point, it must piss GMs off. So I have no intentions of trading this guy, but yet it's mm-hmm. out there that I'm I'm taking trade offers. You right. can't control what other guys are calling and giving you. Every team in the league has multiple players like this where. You can envision that possibility, and you can certainly appreciate why a general, ma- general manager would inquire about Rasmus Anderson, you know, for everything that you just said. I, yeah. I mean, you know, he's captain material. He's a heck of a defense. He's a right shot. I mean, keep going and going and going. Um, you know, I heard the other day that somebody made a call on, on Braden Shen, as an example, for the St. Louis Blues. Boone Jenner, I'm sure the Columbus – I know the Columbus Blue Jackets have taken tons of calls, you know, on on – Boone Jenner. I mean, at some point as a GM, of course you have to listen. And if you're Conroy and somebody makes you just an absurd offer on Rasmus Anderson, do you pull the trigger? Probably because you have to do what's best for the organization, short-term, long-term, all of that. But there's zero chance that Craig Conroy is, is putting him on the block or has thrown his name out there. I'm sure teams have called, but this isn't Calgary's doing. We've talked a lot about it over the last few weeks, and finally it happened. Yarmo Kekalainen is out with the mm. uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, John Davidson takes over. It's it's I, we were talking about it. What's the the grade that you give Kekalainen? It's hard because there's trades and there's free agent signings, which is hard to do in Columbus, seemingly. Yeah. Um, there's development and all of that. I don't know where the turning point was, but this has been a team that's just been. I mean, they've been mired in below mediocrity for so long. It shouldn't yeah. be that hard, especially when you're so you can't get UFAs. Uh, you can still draft and develop, and yeah. and they've drafted high for so long. I mm-hmm. guess what do you make of the work that was done there? And are there what are some candidates? Uh, I guess yeah. just how how tantalizing is that job for a potential GM? Oh, oh yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. I like, I'm in the camp that believes that Columbus isn't as bad as their record indicates. There's work to get done there. Of course there is. And yeah. they need more from Johnny Goudreau and, and everyone else. And, you know, um, we hope that Patrick Liney returns healthy and, and ready to play hockey and focus on playing hockey again. And, you know, we believe he can be a star once again in the national. So there are some pieces there that are interesting. Um, you know, as for potential candidates, that's a tough one. You know, it starts with John Davidson acknowledging that he's going to look outside the organization first. So go down the list. Um, Matthew Darch's name is kind of fashionable when these positions open up. Uh, Mark Hunter's name always out there when, when these positions open up. Um, then you, then you're, you have to be willing to get even a little bit more creative. I think at some point, Dean, the NHL is going to let Stan Moman off, off the floor here. 
Gotcha. Um, probably not a fit for the Blue Jackets, just given everything that went into the start of the season, right? The hire of Mike Babcock and how that just blew up in their face, right? So I don't think that they they want to bring in the, the negative attention that unfortunately would travel with Stan Bowman. But Stan Bowman's the type of general manager that the Columbus Blue Jackets need, right? Who's kidding who? The pedigree of building a champion, um, the experience that he presents, and and all of those things. Um, you know, we we had an earlier conversation about speculation, and I think you know me well enough to appreciate that when I speculate, it's based on fact. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Here's what I'm saying: I believe is going to happen. And so I lobbed Jeff Gorton of the Montreal Canadiens, you know, on X yesterday, and uh, I think it created a bit of buzz. I'm not going to lie. And, uh, you know, automatically yeah. the Montreal fan base and, and media are like, are you kidding? You know, why would he do that? Executive vice president, you know, great relationship with the ownership and uh, with Ken Hughes and, and all of those things. Um, there's lots of reasons. Why don't we start with John Davidson, who's essentially in charge of the search to replace the general manager? He and Jeff Gorton clearly have a tight relationship that dates back to working closely with the New York Rangers. You know, is it fair to consider that maybe Gorton still has a little fire burning in his back? Sure. And he is a very respectful executive. So he's not constantly peering over the shoulder of his general manager in Montreal. He's not. He's allowing him to manage. He's there as a voice of experience. I'm sure they talk several times over the course of the day, but just play along here. So if, if, if Gorton still has that fire burning, and the Columbus Blue Jackets make the call, and that's what I reported. First, I believe they will make the call to ownership in Montreal, to the Molson family, to ask for permission. Could be a hard no. Full yeah. stop. You're not talking to Jeff Gordon. Okay, well, that's where it ends for now. I mean, that's where it ends. If, if Molson were to allow permission, yeah, it gets complicated, because I'm sure Gordon is heavily paid in Montreal, um, and again, he's an executive vice president, head of hockey operations, essentially. You know, is he going to the Columbus Blue Jackets to be the general manager? No. But I'm going to remind us all of a scenario last year that unfolded involving Kyle Dubas, now of the Pittsburgh Penguins, right? Negotiations were on with the Toronto Maple Leafs, didn't go well, then they're off. The, the Pittsburgh speculation was there. No, he's going to stay in Toronto. Why would he leave Toronto? Next thing you know, Poof, he's gone. Yeah. You know, let go. And he gets the dual job in Pittsburgh, gets an unbelievable contract, both in term and money. What if the Columbus Blue Jackets said, Gortz, we have permission. You want to be president and general manager? Come on over. Yeah. JD will step aside as an advisor. I think Rick Nash is ready to be elevated into a higher management capacity. There's your hockey operations brain trust, and away the Blue Jackets go. So it's pie in the sky, but it's it's plausible. He's one of those guys that it, it really felt like in terms of a guy that should be at the helm of a, the GM of a, of a team has yeah. had very little time doing that. Right? It yeah. was what happened in New York. And then you go to you go to Montreal and then you're upstairs. I, I do wonder if that's a guy because he does his track record would seem yeah. to suggest between scouting and upper management. This guy's a guy's a sharp guy. Here's a team. Yeah. Here's the keys go to work it would seem like yeah. that would be appetizing for a guy. you know and it's a slippery business boomer it is right because now put yourself in jeff molson's chair for just a moment 
he's probably not going to say a hard no to John Davidson before having a conversation with Jeff Gordon. Sure. And he says to Gortz, I don't want you to leave. I prefer not to have you leave. I prefer you stay here. Um, but I'm asking you, do you, do you want to go to the Columbus Blue Jackets? Maybe that conversation, maybe it's already yeah. happened. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. It kind of feels like, you know, you at least show that level of respect to somebody. And then, you know, maybe Gordon says, yeah, you know, I've got some family connections in Columbus, but no, I'm happy. I want to, hey, I want to finish the tasks that we set here in Montreal. And I would appreciate and understand that too. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Philadelphia or uh, Pittsburgh, Jake yeah. Gensel going to miss a month. What's that going? I mean, how can it can't, but affect his trade yeah. stock and that, what does that do for him heading into the March 8th uh, deadline? Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it certainly puts an asterisk beside his name. Um, but I'm not so sure how much it negatively impacts the trade interest in Jake Gensel because the Penguins, and I think they did it with purpose announced that the expectation is a four-week timeline that he'll miss. Okay, we're inside three weeks from March 8th now. If I'm a team that has considerable interest in Jake Gensel, and I feel like, based on conversation I've had with Dubas, that I've got the assets to acquire him, um, I work pretty swiftly. Yeah. I get my medical people involved. My medical people are talking to their medical people. And if the timeline is confirmed... <clears throat> And it's, it's not the type of injury that you're overly concerned with, but you're okay with letting him, you know, rest for maybe even five weeks. What does it matter? I as know. long as he comes back, you know, with a few weeks prior to the playoffs and gets fully up to speed, man, he he's a difference maker. He's a difference maker. He's, he's not just a support role player. This guy is a primary offensive weapon. And Pittsburgh is going to get a boatload in return if, they make that decision that they're going to trade him. So it feels more likely now. I kind of shot holes in it when his name first surfaced because I think of Crosby and I think of Malkin and I think of Latang and I know how close that group is. And I don't think that Kyle Dubas makes a trade like that without having the thumbs up from Sidney Crosby. Sure. Not saying yeah. full sign off, but out of respect to Crosby. And then if you're trading Jake Gensel, I mean, let's be honest. You know the sign is up. We're we're in full scale reno mode moving forward. We, we've we're we calling it load management, whatever you want with, yeah. with Tanev here because any given shift he's blocking a shot. He's going down the tunnel. He's going back. We, we kind of play the game. Like what's the over under? How far out can you just sit him down? We're, you're not playing scouts teams. You've had enough time to figure out what Chris Tanev is and what yeah. you're going to pay and what you're not. We're taking him out. We're committed to trading. I, it feels like it's a we're a long ways out, but it's got to be on Conroy's mind. There's yeah. 15 scouts at every game. You guys did your due diligence. We're yeah, sitting yeah. them down. Where's your offers? Let's go. I, I mean, that's going to happen. Um, whether it happens soon or not, um, that'll be dependent on if a team has stepped up to a point where Connie feels like they're getting fair return and now the risk isn't isn't worth it anymore for all of what you just said. I mean, yeah. he's such a high character guy. Take him out of the lineup because if you leave him in the lineup, he's going to block shots. He's going to do everything that has made him the player and the character that he is. That's that's just a given. Um, the market is strong on Chris Tanev, appreciably. Um, but 
they haven't obviously gotten to a point where they're getting what they need or what they absolutely want. And that could be two second round picks. Mm -hmm. They'd prefer a first, but I think they bite on two seconds and they haven't got that yet. I don't think they've got that yet where they'd have made the move. Yeah. Well, try and, uh, you know, don't don't go too crazy out there. I, I, I figure it must be one of those things you're trying to enjoy. Maybe you're out for, for lunch with your with your wife or you're just having a, a couple of things and then the phone goes off. Uh, yeah. Nine first-round picks for the uh, – do I really have to go and – do I have to sniff this thing out? Do I have to put yeah, – like yes. actually chase this thing? All right, I guess – sorry, babe, I got to go make a phone call or two. You, you must have very little free time. It must be a lot of that right about now. Yeah, that's the way it is, but it comes with the territory. But I give Bob McKenzie, the pioneer, yeah. full credit for this. I'm here because of Bob, and LeBron and Chris Johnson are here because of Bob and me. So <laughs> I'm top of the food chain when it comes to the insiders at TSN. Yeah. So unless it's enormous, those guys are on the clock. That a boy. That's right. Hey, uh, CJ. There's a. Uh, they're talking about something in uh, in Pittsburgh. You want to. Uh, you want to check that out. I'm. Uh, I'm going fishing. Now they work hard. Yeah, that's right. Dregs, appreciate you, pal. Have a great week. Okay, buddy. You betcha. <laughs> there he is, Darren Drager on the uh, on the Telus Insider Hotline. Telus, world leading technology to drive meaningful change, transforming healthcare, making our food supply more sustainable. In uh, it's the most giving company in the world. $125 million, 1.4 million volunteer hours in 2022. How's that take you? That's uh, going to take you a long way, I would think. Making the future friendly. Check out more online, telus.com slash gives back. Ah, uh, look who it is. To the Go up Twin Cities. Check in with our buddy, Rhett, uh, Rhett Warner. Have you seen the movie Fargo? Do they talk like that out there? Oh, yeah, we're going up Twin Cities. Yeah, you're muted. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Ah, there you are. All right. I wasn't yeah. sure because I've not used these headsets through my computer. Gotcha. I wasn't sh sure if it works. So They do talk like that, and it's colder here, and it's a bit crisp. And they have a massive eight-plex rink that takes you 10 minutes to figure out where you're going. So yeah. it's good. Did you figure out how many Zambonis? We were kind of kicking that around. Yeah, you need a lot of Zambonis, I, I would think, think for two or three at least. Boy, it feels like not enough, but uh... I I wonder myself if that could cut us. But yeah. Well, yeah. coach, uh, how'd we do today? Big win today. Oh, it was yeah. tough sledding the refs for the shits. Oh. Yeah, they are the freaking refs. You didn't know what offsides or icings or what was yeah. gonna be penalties. And they were to call, screw you. calling her tight. Always out to screw you. Yeah. Yeah. So who were you playing? What team were you? Uh... Uh, Fox. Fox Motors. Fox Sports. Fox. Fox on the run. Fox. Like a fox, like a fox, like a fox. On the run. I don't know why I'm asking. I don't really, I don't really care. You got Fox Motors. Care. Fox Motors. Well, there you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder if actually, I think we, well, I know we played the, uh, the Yotes tomorrow. Hortichuk's team, so I wonder if he's kicking around. Well, very nice. I wonder how he's doing after the old uh, oof, the old golf tournament, because our, our pal Hortichuk was he was kind of secu on security detail for the waste management to some degree, and it looked like they needed security. They needed a lot of security. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know if that means he did a good job. Yeah, I'm not saying he was did a poor no. game. He just maybe needed more help. God. Maybe needed a little bit more help. Anyway, uh, you missed a great game last night. No, I don't want to discuss the game. No? No. Okay. <laughs> I did Afterburner. I've talked about it plenty. I was going to say, yeah, you've done enough talking about a loss to San Jose. You know what? Even without... Cammy and I last night, we got talking about guitars and music. Nice. We were talking about all kinds of other stuff. What do you... What do you say? Uh, 6-3, the final. Turnovers, uninspired play. It was point night for the Sharks, which I don't know how you wrap your head around. Um, this was that, a, was that a message sent by coaches and management in a way with the not playing Markstrom? Like, do you think that the rest of the guys kind of bought into, oh, we're going to play... Yeah, Wolf and I don't a know sh- a shoe in or is it? Oh, we had a long road trip and San Jose's here, but we don't have to think about them because they're terrible. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, well, we're not winning. Well, I don't know what the message was from the coaches, but the players sent a message for sure. Yeah. Um, it was, <laughs> it was, uh, we can lose to just about anybody. Uh, they've lost to Chicago. We w- kind of I went through it a little bit earlier. Ottawa, Columbus, what they're 0-2 against them. I just don't uh, – I, I catch myself because I don't want to overly critique because my whole thing has been I don't care about this year. Get to the trade deadline. Do the business. The hard business you have to do will be there. Just play entertaining hockey. That was my hungry for more last night is I'm okay, I'm okay with losses. Just can they not be this uninspired? Can you not get rolled yeah. up? Six. I, I just felt bad for Wolf because now Wolf is under the microscope by everybody. Everybody's a goaltending guru right now. They're like, oh, this guy's too small. He's not ready. He's this. He's that. Well, how about don't shit your pants in front of him three or four times? He's in a, you know what? He's in a bad spot because, and Markstrom's not helping it, right? Like he's yeah, yeah. the heir apparent. He's got to be awesome. He's got a great record in junior and in the minors. Yeah, yeah. And now, but you still, you got a, a Vesna caliber goaltender in net, and everyone's going to compare you to that. He's the reason you should have confidence to trade Markstrom. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets, he gets shelled. And there and were it, a few where you're like, mm, okay, I'd like to say. Oh, it was, yeah, it wasn't all the d- the defense in front of him for sure. It was, oh, you maybe could play that one a little better. And your angle, oh, you're a little deep in your net there for sure. It was six goals. Um, showed this one earlier. This was the Hannafin. Definitely don't give that puck up. But then he really kind of loses it. I don't know what happens there. If he know. catches an edge as he's going yeah. to his right, but that's an easy goal. <laughs> and then Uyghur is going up the middle. It hits his own guy. And now it's a two-on-one. And Uyghur, <laughs> I mean, it was a comedy of error. If it could go wrong for Wolf last night, it did. Uh, there was this one here. When Toronto is buzzing down and saying, hey, can you guys just hang on? We think we've got a goal. Oh, yeah, yeah. You do have a goal. Can you, okay, I, I know it's bitter. It's just bitter old man. But the fact that they could find that and see that, and that was a goal in, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Right, yeah. They, right? <laughs> they couldn't like, find it? Yeah. What? So you stopped the game. You found that. That's a goal. But in the Stanley Cup, you. Yeah, because I do wonder if that, uh, if. 
Jellies was maybe over by about the same tune. It's very similar <laughs> where that kind of crease in the pad, that little kind of where the it's anyway. exactly anyway. Sorry, that's all right. We can all be bitter. Two thousand and three, bitter old men. But um, and I said earlier as well, they had chances at one nothing to make a two nothing and three nothing. Huberto on a breakaway, Backlund oh. hit a pose. Manjapani had had a chance to score and, and didn't. So. I don't know. It, it's reading a lot. It's tough not to read more into this one because of just what you're with everything that's going on. So this is life. This is what life would be without Markstrom. We say we're good with it. Trade him. Okay. This is, but this could be a look into the crystal ball. Not only the end of this year, but next year. Kind of scary. Hey? It kind of is. I think it was a bit of a and shock. That's with a solid decor. Yes. Right. Then like take, <laughs> not, not that they not that they played well. No. Not that the D were good last night. No, but, but they represented what, what those guys that are coming in could yes, do. Turning pucks be... over and knocking them into your own net. <laughs> here, here, Flames fans. This is exactly what's gonna look like at the end yeah. of this year and next year. So just oh, so you know. Oof. I just and then this morning they did make the move. Wolf is back to the Wranglers. Vladar comes off IR. So I it's shitty too, because now he goes downfield. I like, know. Oh god, I live. This is no good. Yeah. San Jose, six goals. Ugh. Oh, well. We need to be okay with it. We said we we're going to be okay. I am it. okay with it. I feel bad for the kid because yeah. he got put in a shit spot. Sharks had a hell of a time. They loved it. They had a What a night. It was oh, pot, pot night for uh, late December yeah. back in for the San Jose Sharks. God. What a very special time for who sings that i don't know what you're singing you're time singing. for me what a lady what a night oh that's oh, ooh, what that's oh what a night late september mm. back in 63 that was uh the original i believe was uh frankie valley in the four seasons oh and then was redone i know the redone i don't bum, know uh, hey, the service Big Share is back for the sixth year with your chance to win $1 million just by saving money. Anyone can enter, become a member, and save with service. Every $500 saved gives you five entries into the service Big Share contest. Transfer your existing savings to service for chances to win $1 million. Contest ends April 30th, 2024. Skill test required. For rules, visit service.ca slash win. Service.ca slash win. Why wouldn't you do it? I have to do it because I went and spent hundreds of dollars on steak last night. And uh, I need how that, much? I need that million. Yeah, you heard me. It was, it was well, wasn't quite. We spent a lot of money. I'll just say that. Yeah. Was everyone okay with it? Or eighty-five day dry aged ribeye? Yeah. Not Next. everyone, not everyone had that though, right? So no, but I had the filet. One, one guy had a bludgeon of beef. <laughs> a blood, <laughs> a bludgeon of beef is what it was, and it was. <laughs> I've not heard that. It before. was like a tomahawk steak, but even bigger, and it was a blood. They could blood. Yeah, yeah. It's like smash burger. They beat him over the head with the yes. bone after you eat it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's how they put you to sleep when you're full of meat. They just yeah. take the bone that's Bludgeon left and you. crank you around the neck. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad we don't need to. So you don't want to talk anymore about that game? I think probably you, yeah. me, and the rest of the people listening could don't want to hear about how 
the Flames went out and performed like that against the Sharks. So, well, uh, hey, the positives, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah Less yeah. points, higher right. draft pick. Left. That's what you want. That's right. Yeah. Other teams, the other teams were winning when you look. Bender might be right. You could really plummet if you make the right moves. I just felt bad for Wolf. That's the only one I feel bad for. Feel the bad for him. Feel bad for him. Uh, we'll do the Pinder report. I have to warn you, there's a bit of Flames content. Oh no. Just a little bit. Maybe we can skip past some of it. You want to say hi to Jack? Jack's uh, Jack's here. Jack Attack? He's at your place, or is he? No, no, he went in. I'm in, I'm in the studio, Rhett. Oh. I don't know what the Pinder's not there. I said to him last night, "What are you going into the studio for to sit by yourself? What are you doing I in know. there?" I gotta get my day started. I can't just sit at home and do nothing. He's a go getter, dude. Is that yeah, what it is? Go getter. Get my coffee. Drive to the studio. And my day's off to a good start. If I stay at home, I'll be useless. Let's see this hotel What's wrong room? with that, Jack? There's going to be a lot of useless in this room. <laughs> <laughs> it is time for the Pinder Report. It's as though Honda designed the CRV for Calgary and its unpredictable weather. No matter the conditions, the CRV sits atop the pack among compact SUVs. You can feel confident. You will feel confident behind the wheel of your CRV as Honda has included a plethora of driver safety features that come standard. Check it out at Village Honda, located in the Northwest Auto Mall. Uh, yes, the uh, Flames 6-3. We'll call it embarrassed, I guess. I don't know if there was any booing. I'm not sure that they got to that point, but uh, disappointed. The Flames are 12-12-1 on home ice, which, again, on one hand, you're not a playoff team, and you are what you are. I just uh, shocking that... It's not a lot of wins at home. Anyway, they've taken some weak opponents lightly, which is odd for a team that has not been in the playoff spot all year. They've hung their goalie out to dry, certainly last night. Uh, we talk about feeling bad about uh, about Wolfie. Here was Dustin Wolf post game. From the outside, obviously, it looks like a pretty rough game. Uh, maybe your evaluation of, of how you thought you performed. Yeah, I think rough is a... Uh... A good way to put it. Um, you know what? It's it's one of those where you know you, you make some saves, and next thing you know, a couple are in your net, and um, you know you get a couple of bounces that don't go your way, and you know it's you know it's the nature of, of hockey, and um, you know the National Hockey League is a hard league to play in. So, um, you know it sucks, but uh, I got to look at it as a great opportunity to. You know, I'll go back and look and see what I can, some fixes, and uh, you know, go from there. Mm. I don't like that. Don't like it at all, buddy. That's why I was saying, somebody was texting, oh, so you shouldn't have started him against the Oilers. It's like, well, what if you would have started him against the Oilers? We had that stupid discussion. Like, maybe it's maybe it's different. I don't know. It's but easier. It's easier mentally for him, for sure, to give up six against the Oilers because you can say, well, it's the Oilers. Yeah. So maybe, but... I don't like his body language or tone after that, after that, during that interview after that game. And I just, the other part of it is too, and you've talked about it, when you have a kid in there, and I, maybe he's not a kid. The, when the veterans are out there for Uyghur and Hannafin and those guys, maybe they don't see it, like if it's someone making their first start. But I just feel like play better for the kid. Play better for this guy who's, he's got a win, but it's still, it's a, they did not play for that guy last night. Certainly, they, they didn't. 
They really didn't, which I find a bit surprising, but that's what I meant. Like maybe they're taking the a, a message. Maybe they're interpreted interpreting his start as a we're not here to win and get in the playoffs. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking yeah. it. It's like they threw him to the wolves. Except it was the sharks. Yeah. We probably both deserve a shovel. We'll just call it even and just avoid it altogether. Uh, here was uh, the coach post game on the effort and the result. What do you want your group to take from this game? Um, in regards to the game, not a lot. Um, I, I think the one area that I'm most disappointed in was the lack of competitiveness from our team tonight. And you can't say that very often about our group. So that one stings a little bit. X's and O's don't mean a thing if there's no compete. So that's the hard part for tonight. And haven't heard that. I'm just trying to think going back to that St. Louis game way back before Christmas when he talked about their compete and their try and their effort. We really haven't heard. And we haven't. And in fairness, I would agree. Yeah, I would. Yeah. There's been no reason to question their try and compete. They haven't had too many down games. There's always slightly down games. It's a long season. You're not going to be the best competing team every night, but there haven't been very many nights since. Well, in the yeah. last couple months where you'd be like, oh, these guys didn't show up. They can't even, they're not even competing. No, they, they've they competed most nights. And so. I would think if if we sit here and kind of feel disappointed in how the team played in front of Wolf, you can imagine how he feels. Because yeah. he finally gets a start. You put him in there. We're at home against San Jose. Here's a great spot. for well, if you, Yeah. If you want to create some controversy, you could actually say that this kid could go F you guys. Like. You don't play me, and then when you do play me, don't play for me, and you're not right, right? Like it's yeah. he could get some. I don't think it'll happen, and you're trying to create controversy by saying it. But you, he, could interpret it as or have a little more. Hmm, screw mm -hmm. you guys. Yeah. And, so that was a scoop. They uh, they lose by a score of six to three. So I'm just trying to think. So they lose to the Rangers. Now they lose. They're a streaky bunch. They are a streaky bunch. They got a matinee game on Saturday against Detroit. They've got a afternoon game on the holiday Monday against Winnipeg and then Boston to close out the homestand. So we'll see, I suppose. Not sure where. I'm not sure where the wings are. We'll talk about them here in a moment. Uh, the Jets are a pretty good hockey team, even though they struggled a little bit, but not, not a lot of easy games. And again, it's really in, in, in the, the overarching the whole thing it's really not about the wins it's what is this team going to do when i was talking to drager i said well, like we've been saying load management how many more games do you just give notice to the teams who are scouting tanev and say this is i know the i know the deadline's on the eighth but you'd best get your shit done because he's sitting as of here so get your scouts in check them out do whatever work and due diligence diligence you need to do because we're not playing. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Phantom right to the eighth. Because Jake Gensel got hurt the other night. He's going to be out for four weeks. You can't have that happen to Tanev. No, you can't sewer your whole franchise, the whole plan moving forward yeah. because you're playing a guy that you know you're going to move. Get it over with. Do not risk it. Mentioned earlier, so Wolf back to the minors. Dan Vladar comes off IR. He'll be ready to go with uh, with Markstrom. Now, it, worth mentioning, Markstrom wasn't at that morning skate yesterday, and people were you know worried. It just took the morning off, and then was the backup last night. Um, there was uh, it was Salim from uh, TSN. He had a, a kind of a little shot. He said, even when Markstrom has backed up, I haven't seen this. That Markstrom took extra time and he was throwing pucks over the glass to kids at the end of warm-up instead of just skating off. It's like, it kind of feels similar to Brad Treliving last year when he came and watched warm-up on the bench. And it was like, could this be the last time that Mar- that uh, Brad Treliving is watching? And then, of course, he left. Just some thoughts maybe being there that Markstrom was soaking up some, some of the atmosphere at the Dome. Could be nothing. Could be nothing. Could, could be, be something. Matthew Phillips was placed on waivers by the Washington Capitals yesterday. Now you may, rem- you may remember Phillips drafted by Calgary in the sixth round in 2016, spent four years with the Flames AHL club in Stockton, and then was with the Wranglers last year. Very good AHL numbers, but uh, only got into three NHL games over those five years with the Flames. Last year, signs as a free agent with Washington. Mitch Love, the coach from the Wranglers, went to the Caps as an assistant. He said, hey, Bubba, why don't you come? Now, he scored one goal this year, just one. He's played uh, 27 games, one goal, but you might remember it, maybe. It's only one goal. It's be hard to... Dube trying to keep it offside, gets some help, Cadre comes free. Here's a chance for Gilbert, feeds it over, back in front, and just over the reach of Cadre as that pass back was close to connecting. Phillips now on the counterattack. Here's Milano, still has something left with the deck. It's gone! Phillips gets his first NHL goal. And set up by Milano. It's a one-goal game. It's it's beyond uncanny, the former Flames scoring on the Flames. He's played 27 games. He has one goal, and it's that that goal there. Look at the shot clock, 23-7. Don't they lose this game? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, anyway, so could the, is the, uh, this is where it would be hard for me 
as a general manager, if I'm Craig Conroy, to separate emotion from professionalism because there's a very real argument to be made. <laughs> Would you tip your uh yeah, drop my yeah. your barn burner blonde there? Yeah. Um there's a very compelling case to be made as to why you, why would you, why, why, how's this guy going to help you? I don't care. I like him a lot. I'm picking him up. We have the 31st ranked power play. Bubba, just come and play power play. I don't care. Just, just come here and play. I don't know. Everybody loves Bubba. I'm also a fan of Bubba, but I just don't, where are you slotting him in? Uh, fourth line. That's really a good spot for a high-skilled offensive. Pelche got injured, right? Um, meanwhile, Coronado's like, "What the fuck is going on, <laughs> dudes? I'm down the hall. I'm right. I'm right here." Yeah, I don't know. I'd have a hard time not. Uh, I don't know what you do if you just cut, press click. There's probably some kind of a computer program or something. You press yeah. click to claim, place a claim. Uh, I don't know who below the flames in standing would make a claim. We'll find out. I think it's probably if unlikely. you want to come help your AHL team, though. Well, so you can't. You, you can't. That's you right. can't because then you'd have to put them through waivers again. That's what Washington's trying to do. They'd like to for him to play for their AHL team. So anyway, uh, we'll see. We'll find out. I guess in the next little bit. Vancouver, pretty good. Rat. Are they? Don't, don't know if you've been paying attention. The Whitecaps. No, no. The Canucks, the they, Lions uh, of BC, four-one over Detroit. Win number thirty-seven on the year. They had thirty-eight wins last year total. Eighty points in fifty-five games is a new franchise best pace, best season ever. The last one, uh, the prior to this, as far as quickest to eighty points was the year they went to the Cup final. Yeah, they had a good squad then too. You okay with it? feels different now i didn't need the exos and those assholes yeah, yeah. my hate for the canucks has really lessened like yeah. i still get a stink on for the oilers but the canucks yeah or we're or our give a shit meter is so low now in our advancing age Yeah, if you're not in the compete mode that these oilers and canucks are in yeah. and even winnipeg now right like you're kind of the lone yeah, deadbeat out in Western Canada. Oh well, so. well that is kind of the kicker. It's good so... for you. Yeah. How's Winnipeg? Uh, pretty good actually. Vancouver, real good. The Oilers, tough start, but really good. Flames. What? Why do you have to go there? Why do you have to ruin? We were having such a nice time. Another two goals for Elias Lindholm, who has fit in like a dirty, dirty black, yellow skate on the front of it. Dirty, dirty shirt. I like in those, Vancouver. I like those jerseys. Come yeah, on. and he looks good in them. Uh, to be honest, not a great goal. You got to probably have that, but still, it's a ripper. Might want to make that save. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you knew he's a good player. Yeah, and now he's in a real good spot, and he's trying again because he's on a new team. So, <laughs> offside? Oh no, I guess it looked like it was onside. Uh, four goals and five points in six games for. Uh, for Elias. It was in, I, I don't know if you saw, we talked about it, I guess, near the end of the show yesterday. I think it was yesterday where Coleman made the comment that there were a couple guys who didn't want to be here who are gone now and we're, we're playing 
you know, guys are happy to be here. So yeah, it's, um, it would seem as though to your point that maybe he, he was wearing some pouty pants here in Calgary. Well, he for sure was, and it's fine. I'm not, it's not, it's, it's, it's my own belief. It's just an observation that I think I made and I think I was correct on, and it's not even hardly a criticism. He didn't want to be here. Yeah. You're not giving 150% or a hundred percent or probably 90% of your effort. If you don't want to be on a team, trust and me, it, it's, and it took a while to get there. Like you said, he was on a great, they had the great year. He's on a great line. Those guys leave his points go down. You come into this year. He's not staying the team. So between being pouty and being uncertain what your future is and knowing you're not staying here, it wouldn't. Not letting him off the hook, but you can understand how a guy could get a little disconnected. 100%. And the team's not winning. So yep. I guess we'll che- cheer for him. I can't cheer for I- I'm, I'm okay with cheering. the Canucks. I'm not getting to cheer. I'm not cheering. Jeez. No. Settle down now. If they have down. to beat the Let Oilers, I would cheer for him. Yeah. Thatcher Demko, win number 30. Hmm. Took him 40 games to hit the 30 win mark. That's a nice record. Yeah, it's decent. Fastest Canuck ever. Uh, Bobby Lou did it in 48 games. Not even close. Bum. Uh, Connor Bedard back to the Chicago lineup last night. Got an assist. Good that he's back in. He did not relinquish the rookie scoring lead, so chances are Calder. Uh, Florida Panthers, the Panteros, won their eighth straight on the road. They beat Boston. Well, they moved past Boston and are now top spot in the Atlantic and in the East. They beat Buffalo as you probably maybe, you know. I heard. Yeah, I heard Grazer said they were terrible. The yeah. Sabres. Uh, Bruins, Panthers tied in points and points percentage, but the Panthers have more wins. So that kind of slow start. Kachuk wasn't good at the start of the year. That whole thing. Looks like they'll be just fine. Haven't paid a lot of attention to the Panteros, to be honest. Been focused more on you know, Boston. How bad are the Leafs? Are the Leafs going to be a wild card team? Yeah, it's kind of amazing that all the games count, and if you're not good at the start, you can be good in the middle, you and can then still, the, yeah. it can, it's still kind of, yeah. yeah. Points are the same. Uh, Tampa Bay has won eight straight on home ice, another team that maybe we're not paying that close. Pay. They beat Colorado 6-3, to three, three points for Nikita Kucherov. Oh, boy. Who makes it look very easy at times. I can't, because I'm an idiot, and I'm a horrible hockey player. But I watched this play here as Braden Point puts it a backhander to Kucherov, who it's it's there, it's quick, it's upstairs. Now, how many guys this calmly just, I'm going to take it off my skate. I'm not going to go grab it on my backhand and try and pull it we to my were, forehand and then we, ram it into the goalie's pad. Right there, I'd face plant into the <laughs> post. <laughs> as you go, to, you go to stop the puck with your right foot. Yeah. Oh, he's passing it over. Ding. I'm going to face plant myself. It's beer league for this guy. God, he's amazing. Got to play loose. You got to have confidence, Dean. Leads Nathan McKinnon by four points in the overall scoring race. Uh, it was busy nice last night. St. Louis mentioned them the other day in the, uh, the Betway bets. Another team here, 6-3, they beat the Oilers. Jake Neighbors, Calgary kid, goal two assists. The Blues are 16-8-1 since Drew Bannister took over as head coach. Pretty good. That was on December 14th, 16-8-1. They are a wild card team. The Kings are still kind of doing their thing. Go for the Blues. 
And again, you don't want to jump the gun, but that almost feels like nail and coffin for flames trying to catch. Oh, yeah. I just, you know, as so I did the thing, I didn't even do the standings. Like Pinder does the standings every day, and I guess that's fine and good. Be back to the up, upside down standings here. He'll be pay, can you play Tina Turner? I'm not sure how that works. <laughs> um, yeah, so the Blues are eight and two in their last ten. They have sixty points. The Flames have fifty five, but their winning their points percentage is Flames are at a five oh nine, Blues five sixty six. Sorry, folks, mm-hmm. you can start booking travel for the second half of April, I think, or whenever the I think you'll be safe. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're probably good getting that golf trip in. Mention Jake Gensel. He's expected to miss a month. He was injured Wednesday against the Panthers. Upper body injury clouds things for him a little bit as far as I guess a potential trade, but we'll uh keep an eye on that. Still a very good player. Some teams probably feel like we're into the playoffs anyway. Go ahead. Four weeks? Take five. How many how many weeks do you need? 22 goals, 30 assists, point-per-game guy, 21 minutes a night. Very good player. I would take him. You'd pick him up if you yeah, could. If he goes on waivers, you're going to make a claim. Yeah, you know, it, it, between him or Phillips, if I had to pick one, it'd be tough. Love Much Bubba's like, personality, love where he's from, but. Yeah. You took Phillips over Gensel? I, I just, I love the kid. I don't know what to <laughs> what to tell underdog you. loving it yarmer yager is going to have his number 68 retired by the penguinos on sunday in uh he, he was a very good mm-hmm. pittsburgh penguin do you remember because you played against him mm-hmm. he there it's his trunk torso ass yeah i remember a game in buffalo it went we scored late and tied it and it was going to overtime and I'm on the ice with McKee, and I don't know who the forwards were. And They was, weren't back-checking, whoever they were. It didn't matter. You could tell that Yager was mad that he had to play overtime, and he was ending it. <laughs> and they won the draw, and he just ended it. And it was yeah. like, well, sorry. Okay. <laughs> like Did his little salute thing? Yeah, and, it, oh, honestly, yeah. I think he got they got the draw, and they got him the puck, and he went down the ice and threw me and McKee and scored, and was like, I'm out of here. Goodbye. Yeah. It was, yeah. I'm like, oh, sorry. Player. There's a, this is a picture of Yager going back to his first season. Now this is the U18 HC Cladno team. He had 41 points in 34 games. He was 12, 12 years old in the U18 team, 41 in 34 games. So he's got to wear the cage, right? When you're an under that doesn't even look real. Like safety first, right? Very safe. And if you know those buckets, there's nothing inside there. Mm-mm. It's basically a piece of plastic with a little foam piece of foam here and on the back. And that cage looks it, it looks like that barbed wire that's they were using handmade. On the yeah, that is yeah. Look at the gloves. Not bad. Twelve year old. 41 and 34 against uh, 18 year olds, 17 and 18 year olds. It's all right. Uh, did you know there's a couple of outdoor games this weekend? Didn't. Yeah. Is there one in Minnesota? No, not unless you're in it. No, it's uh, again, I'm kind of having some fun. It's for the people who, there. It's not for us here. Go, go. It is the, uh, whatever they call it. It's the, there's an outdoor, it's a stadium series. The devils will play the flyers at MetLife in New Jersey on Saturday. And then it's the Rangers and the Islanders on Sunday. 
Can't wait. Oh wait, you just said it's just for the people that are there. Well, I feel like maybe they're excited. If I'm a if I'm an Islander fan, maybe. Well, that's a bit of a trek to go from Long Island. You got to take the train and get over there, and that's. I just wonder how it's going to look. As far as because that's the big football stadium, and I guess they sell out, but it. You get to see the Rangers and Islanders play each other a fair bit. You're used to going to MetLife Stadium. I, I don't know if it's got the kind of this is very cool. Does it have the cool effect? I'm not sure if it's going to be, be a big deal. Um, do you like mock drafts? Do you know what a mock draft is? I do, and I don't. What is mock chicken? I've always wondered that. I'm not eating it. Whatever. You go to the deli, mock chicken. I'm just okay with chicken. Cause it's that it's just, it's like the big lump of chicken. It's like it's not really what a chicken looks like. I don't know how you got into that perfect kind of ball. But now you're telling me it's mock chicken and there's some shit in there. I'm out. Anyway, mock draft. FC hockey. That's a group that kind of watches prospects, follows them throughout the years, ranks them, gives you the inside details, the pros and cons, all that sort of thing. And one of the things they do. A uh a number of times leading up to the draft, they've got the mock draft. Now, we don't have the final draft order. The final rankings for players is going to change. It's going to move on. But here is an early look into their crystal ball at where the Flames might be picking and who they might select at that selection. Number nine, they have them going off the board a little bit, but with a, a man named Tej Iginla, a left winger with the Kelowna Rockets. Tija Ginla, a high pace forward, keeps himself active in all areas of the game, not afraid to go into dirty areas of the ice, shows defensive ability, spark plug play, could make him a fan favorite wherever he lands on draft day. Now, they it. have him ranked at 23, so it's maybe a bit of a reach at nine. I just wonder how, how, how far is that window for the Flames not to take Tija Ginla if he's available? Oh, yeah. Another question I would have to. It, it, it's kind of like the Phillips thing. Like you have a good vibe about Phillips, so you'd want to take him. Tiege, yes. Does his mom and dad want to, right? Yeah. Like, Iggy's going to have some say in that. And I don't have an opinion one, one, on what's right or wrong. I think Tiege. He's just going to be an NHLer because he's going to be like his dad. He's going to outcompete and he's going to be a professional. I I really believe that. I don't have to watch him play. Other people are scouting him and saying, "I'll trust that he's got the ability." Yeah. And with the background, it's going to turn out right. Mm -hmm. Is he going to be the best player? If you take him at nine, is he going to be the best player? I don't know, but you're going to get a good NHLer. I'm guessing. The question, the only question I have is, is dad going? You know what? This is a few. This is nice, but he need maybe he doesn't need. Yeah, yeah. That, and that will be part of it. Like if if they're in a spot where he's available and they're up, what's what's the word? Is the word I'd like you to take Tiege, or is the word take the best player? Like I think it it's gonna it would be interesting to hear those conversations. It's it, and I I have a feeling. And again, I got to do more. We'll do a lot more work as we get closer to the draft because it looks like the Flames are going to have some picks. Um, he's probably going to be available where they pick. And if you don't take him, there will be outcry. 
if you take them, there will be celebration, but there will be pressure. Uh, how far, like I say, if, if it's a bit of a reach, they'll be criticized for just taking the kid because it's, again, it's media and you get over that. You do what's best. You, you block all that bullshit out. But it'll be, there will be that discussion and I think it'll be loud come draft time for sure. You uh, block, you're, you're muted. Uh, here's a situation I wanted to think about that would probably the most stressful for Conroy and the group to draft is if you move those defensemen and you don't get defensemen in return, you're, you're, you're real short on D. Yeah. And if there's a real high end defenseman available at that pick or Tijaginla, what are you doing? I know. What are you doing? Right? Like they're, There'd be a lot of intricacies as to how this all plays out. Yeah. And it, I, it's supposed there's a bit where they're going to pick somewhere in that. I think it's, it, it is kind of defense heavy and some of the guys, there's already been a lot of movements and that, but um, it'd be hard not get, to do it. You could get two old flames. Yeah, Ryder maybe. Richie's in that mix as well. Maybe, maybe, maybe so. Hey, happy birthday today. 71 years old, our buddy Lanny McDonald. And everybody's giving thumbs up and positive vibes, and everybody's loving Lanny. Of course, we heard he went through uh, a bit of a cardiac issue a couple weeks ago coming back from the All-Star game. He's battling. He's digging. Keep punching, Lanny. We love you. Can't wait to see you. And happy birthday, big boy. 71 years old today. Look at the guy on the right. I love it. <laughs> I mean, we know the guy in the bottom left. Right, he's well groomed. He looks great, strapping. Look at the guy on the right, gritty. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that vid of him is it Mike Palmatier? He gets into a fight, or Billy Smith? He gets into a fight with. See, that's that's Lanny fighting a goalie. I that's <laughs> tremendous. It's the one thing he's such a nice guy, and I I put myself in in, in that that generation. I saw him play, but I don't really have that reference. My my frame of reference on Lanny is post-career nicest guy in the world. Just the guy you want to spend time with, have a beer with, sit down with. He was a tough SOB. He was not. Shake the man's hand. You'll see the size of the mitts and just what, how wiry and tough this guy is. He is a tough bastard. He'd have been no fun. And for him to have gotten to the point where I've had enough of you. I know you're a goalie and I'm not, but we're fighting right now. <laughs> well, Billy would have been up for us. <laughs> and Billy would have, yeah. Billy, well, thank you, sir. That's great. I appreciate the, uh, appreciate the, uh, the, the, the invite. Yeah, the invite for sure. Happy birthday there, fella. And it wouldn't be the Pinder Report. I feel bad. I don't really have anything. I don't have any kangaroos or any uh, people falling off ladders, but I saw this uh, just because it's, it feels, relevant to me because i talk about australia in oh. australia kangaroos kill more people than sharks so the whole thing is about my fear of sharks and everything that i can't go to australia well i don't know if that helps or hurts i'm not sure pinder's got videos usually yeah here's, I know. here's a here's my after dinner and the hundred dollar steak the boys had to have the massive banana split Ooh. massive like and you're you're not a sweets guy no, I wasn't. Look at all the dessert the bastards ordered. Well, no, no wonder this thing cost you three grand. Look at this animal. 
<laughs> is that the bludgeon? That's the bludgeon. The beef bludgeon? Yes. Big Ollie crushing the, the bludgeon of beef. Wow. Those will be your videos, I guess. That'll, that's that's good. That's a good way to end it. That's uh, that's the pin report today for Village Honda. New stock, uh, new inventory in stock, arriving more on every single day. That truck's backing in there. Check it out. Start your automotive adventures at Village Honda. New vehicle pricing is always MSRP. Uh, great partners of ours. Get them in your life. Your dealership for life is Village Honda. Good stuff. That's the thing I like about, about the kid that... Because we bitch about it sometimes with kids' sports. Oh, we got a tournament. We got to go do this. We got to do that. That's the fun part to me. Oh, yeah. Is getting on the road with the kids. Like this weekend, I was at uh, Lethbridge. Well, now it sounds like we're just everyone's driving day of. Well, yeah, that's so it's all business. It's only a couple hours away. Go get some rooms, maybe have a dinner. Kids go into the water slide. Could probably go have some fun. So you're loving it. You're loving it. I mean, I don't know how you're affording it, but. I'm not You're loving it. I'm not. I'm, I'm counting on the service credit union. <laughs> Is that right? You've moved your savings. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't, you probably should. Cause I, there's that deadline on it. We'll, uh, we'll get into that. If you haven't already, we've been talking about it. I, I feel like it's something that needs to be done. Outdoor dental, outdoor dental dentistry with no needles, no drills, no stress. Dr. Jay Patel is the very best. He looked at it and he said, you know what? There's, we could continue to use these hammers and, and files and drills Chisels. for our dental work, or we could make a solid investment in our business and change the way people get their dentistry done. A lot of people hate going to the dentist. It's, they, they have phobias of it. Well, that's where outdoor dental comes in. In one to two minutes, you'll be relaxed. It's comfortable. It's pain-free. It's the laser. It's amazing what this laser can do. And in addition to that, it's uh, if you're a snorer, and I suggest all of you are, if you're watching this, uh, two 15-minute treatments increase the tension in the soft palate, reduces snoring, non-surgical pain-free. They use the same laser to go in there and give it up, and then it gets nice and tight up there. And if so if you're dealing with sleep apnea, you've tried mouth guards and machines and all that other kind of stuff and it's still not working for you this is this is a no-brainer for you go to outdoor.dental learn more about it go and see dr j go and see his folks book in your assessment and your appointments two 15-minute treatments you can't you ain't got time for that ain't nobody got time for that you got time for that go and check it out outdoor.dental is the uh the website all right uh we mentioned we mentioned Aussie Brad. Well, I guess we mentioned Aussies and Aussie Brad is, he's kind of our correspondent. I'm not sure of what of our Australia beer drinking flames. Good guy. He's the good guy correspondent. He's our good guy correspondent for sure. Uh, has checked in from what I understand with not with a video and some photos. We never see this before it goes on, uh, on the show. So we're going to do that again. Here's the latest from our pal, Aussie Brad. Oh, what? I'm not sure I want to see this. I know I don't want to see this. What are we looking at? That's a snake, right? Yeah. Okay, so now he's he's holding the snake by the tail. Some of the snakes are poisonous down there. A lot of them, actually. Now, is that is that just a skin, maybe? Is it? Is it that's the other thing. They shed their skins and stuff. What kind of animals are you? 
so there's somebody standing below. What is? I don't like that. It's in his roof. Ozzy Brad, it's not helping. I want to go. I want to go. I really do. I, I we we talk about it. I'm serious. I'd love to go down there, hang with them, do shows from the man cave. Not if those six <laughs> circling about kangaroos, sharks, and snakes. And you know, there's more. There's probably some weird wild oh, hippo no, strain. No, crocodiles, crocodiles, there's crocodiles, and spiders. What's the worst? I, I mean, where? Are you... I think we have a video from our pal Ozzy Brad. Boom, 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 right side, right now, boys, man, guys, again, Friday night, fucking. In here, we got the fucking boys slowly going out, boys. Gotta tell a quick story, fucking hell. I got these fucking, look at this. This is a fucking beautiful little setup here. We got a renovation going inside. Anyway, me mate, best mate of mine, we popped out this fucking uh, air vent in the fucking uh, the main house. Unbelievable. Popped it out, 300 by 300 holes, puts his head up there. I'm, I'm at the bottom of the ladder. Cunt goes, hey. Guess what? I reckon I fucking sent a snake in there. I said, fuck off, cut. There's no fucking way. He comes back down. I said, fucking not a chance. So I said, fuck this. We're going to get the welding gloves. So I went and got welding gloves. I also grabbed the putter. Now this cunt fucking went straight back in. We're doing rentals. I can't hit the cunt with the fucking putter. So I think, fuck this. I'm going to grab the welding gloves, put them on. Anyway, this cunt, he just pulled it down straight with the putter. Fucking 700 fucking mil, 750 mil, fucking cophead in my fucking roof. Boom, boom. We don't fuck around with these cunts. That's why I love fucking Calgary so much. No fucking snakes. Fuck those cunts. I tell you one thing, boys. Connie, you fucking keep getting after those cunts at boom, boom. Fuck snakes, mate. Fuck those cunts. Fuck this. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, yeah, there's there's only one of this guy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. How, <laughs> how lucky are we for him to have joined our lives? I, it's unbelievable. Inspirational. We grabbed the welding gloves and a putter, which, of course, you would. That would be the first thing you would do. A copperhead in my roof. Oh. It's why I like Calgary. No snakes. Fair enough. That's the move, boom. We just bring them here. Come on, Brad. I we... guess so. God, keep punching. There you go. Lousy Brad for you. <sighs> I do want to go down there, though. Oh, let's go. I'm in. I love it there. But it's too hot right now. Is that what it is? Oh, God. Get out of Too hot. You'd love it. You go to I just Phoenix think... in August. Yeah, I think we need to go down. That. We need to go in the when the flames are on because if we're not sitting down and doing live watch not time change but we're, I, whatever we got to go down when we can get the full aussie brad flames analysis yeah, I don't experience want, yeah i don't want aussie brad distracted and busy if we're going down there we're going down there for one reason to drink beer with aussie brad yeah do a show check out the man cave let's go Donald. let's do it I have to leave the family behind, though. It'd be oh, hard to be without them. Sh shucks is, is, is what I'd say to that. Shucks. Shucks. Shucks indeed.
we'll do some. Uh, I was going to tell you, we got a few things we got to do here before we uh, before we wrap it on a uh, on a Friday. Douglas mattress. My daughter is now falling asleep on the mattress. Oh, nice. This bed's better than my bed. I know. I'm an adult. You're a kid. <laughs> Out. That, I just. Last night, I'm because I'm watching the game, do the afterburner. So I go walking back uh, towards uh, the bedroom and I see my daughter's bedroom door is wide open. So now I know, okay, we're in for a scrap. This is how it goes. Go into the room. She's laying in bed. Okay, honey, you got to go. No, no. You pull the covers off. She pulls the covers back on. You pull the, co- honey, come on. You got, I go into bed. You got to go to, no. Ah, ah. that whole kind of i'm really asleep but i'm awake enough to know that i hate you and i'm mad at you like you can't and so then we had the conversation i know you get mad but it's because what am i supposed to do i need to go to bed well your boom is or your boom your bed is so comfy it's comfy your new mattress is so comfy it's more comfortable than my bed i just looked at it yeah yeah get a job benefits of being me yeah i'm an adult with a job if you want to go get a job and start then you can get you too can have a douglas mattress if you would like um because it's easy to do she's one of two hundred thousand canadians apparently that loves the douglas mattress canada's best mattress as named by canadian living over ten thousand five star reviews no salesman, no tromping around from store to store. You go online, you order it. It shows up at your door. Easy peasy. And here's the thing. I'm going to give you the website first. Douglas.ca slash Flames Nation. Because with every mattress order, and you use the Flames Nation at the end, free comfort sleep bundle, two memory foam pillows with pillow protectors, one luxurious cotton sheet set, and a mattress protector. It's a $650 value, yours for free. When you order a Douglas mattress now at douglas.ca slash flames nation, proudly made right here in Calgary, ensuring the highest quality mattresses and the industry leading risk-free trial, 365 nights. If you don't like it, that's a year retro 365. That's what that is. So you don't like it trip around the sun is that what they say? around the, yeah. Equator. Get a full refund, no questions asked. They donate mattresses to local charities. It's it's a beauty. Get after it. Check it out. Douglas.ca slash Flames Nation. You get that extra, you get the bonus package there as well. In addition to your mattress, you won't regret it. You're gonna love it. Uh, we're gonna go inside the great clips inbox. Now we do ask Rhett, and we've opened it up. We've always talked about we should open. So if you're in the chat. You can uh, you can fire in some questions. We'll get to them here, or uh, you can email as well. Our email has been set up. Great clips inbox at flamesnation.ca. I know there's a lot of everybody has questions, and we know a lot of things. We know a lot of things. Um, coming in at the great clips inbox. Back in the day, you used to have Derek Wills on your show. You guys creed bombed him. And although I'm not positive, he stopped being a guest shortly after. Were those two things related? I think, honestly, I think that was just timing 
because somebody, because first we were, everyone remembers being Rick rolled the Rick Astley thing. And then getting Creed bombed was a thing. And I think we just started Creed bombing people. And yeah, we Creed bombed him. I don't, I don't think he liked it is what it came down to. I think he, I down. think a lot of our shenanigans fell short for, on his opinion. Yeah. I, I think that some might say we don't take things terribly seriously and Derek is the voice of the flames. It's his job to give you the, the here, here is the, the state of the union. Here's yes. what's going on with the Calgary flames. So he would come on and want to talk about the flames and then we'd make fart noises and he'd be guys. Can we, well, and, and he's coming home from a road trip from San Jose, getting up at four or landing at four and then yeah. having to get up to do a hit with us. And we're, there is that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, Hey, we'll see. Uh, are you guys drinking whiskey right now? You betcha. So what's happening out there? Ah, clink, 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 clink. Fellas, how about, uh, how about this? You guys do your thing. I'll do mine. Willsy, listen, Will's a good guy. You you don't appreciate how long the winters get to be when you are uh, when you're doing that job. So, uh, I don't know that they were related, but who doesn't love a good Creed bomb? Love it. I'm trying to think who the hell is it. Somebody right now is playing. Is it Vancouver? I think they're playing Creed higher during warm up or during the game presentation, and they've been winning all these games. It's like there's some sort of a creed uh, resurgence. I don't know Should if it's be. the Can't creed. Wait. I, don't know. I wish we were part of the creed resurgence. I was really drunk in Jasper, and then Adam Seaborn started playing it on the jukebox that night at the cabin. That was that was you couldn't have played a better song at that time. Nice. Hello, my friend. Like you can't help singing like the because you're not just singing; you're imitating him you're singing. <laughs> What's the other one? With arms wide open. Like, come on now. I I wish people would creed bomb me. I'd be the happiest guy in the world. Why wouldn't you do it? We should call Wilsey one day. Wilsey. That'd have been a tough one last night for Wilsey. And it's six to three. Although it would have been six to two because then uh, Kuzmenko scored. At the why end. did they grab the puck? Did they grab the puck? It seemed, they... I thought when I watched that somebody grabbed the puck, but I didn't oh, know. you know what it was? Uh, Johnny Huberto, seven hundred points. I believe. There you go. That makes that's why. Look at you, observant, astute, astute. Somebody was asking now. Pinder isn't here. Uh, how much time did Pinder spend at Fillmore's when he was in Toronto? Be honest now. Uh, I don't know. We were actually in Toronto for a very short amount of time. Um, Longer than Scottsdale for me, but still not long. Yeah. And I think you might have played, or you might have spent more time with Pinder than I did, which is rare and welcomed on my behalf. If you could come back here and and take up more Pinder time, that'd be great. It wasn't purposeful. He just kind of arrived at the same place. So we got talking about him last night on Afterburner. I guess I was I was after the show, right, Jack? When we when I started kind of filling in Cammy as to what he's all about, because we saw that picture, right? That was during the show, and then oh, he okay. came on the show with his shitty internet. <sighs> like, uh, thanks for contributing. <laughs> thanks, Ryan. Appreciate you. 
Um, I was going to use that one, but it's about the other thing. Oh, the morning show. No, not talking about morning shows, morning shows. Um, inside the chat. The Flames really can't trade Markstrom now, can they? Wolf is not ready. Does this mean they have to keep Markstrom? I, I, I'm just kind of paraphrasing because there's some not. I mean, for the Great Clips inbox, it's a hockey question. But we talked a bit about it last night. And I just feel this, if you're Conroy, it's it's like this season can't have any bearing on what you're doing with your big plans. It was one night. It was a bad night. It was not great for Wolf. It was not great for the team. But you don't wake up this morning and say, I might have to take a take a right here. I might have to de take a detour because I'm not sure this plan that we have in place is going to work, which is Dustin Wolf's going to be the next goalie of, of the franchise. You can be entire. You, you can think about it. You can be maybe a little bit worried about it, but you you don't based on one night, right? Well, I think that has nothing to do with it. It's your return on what on Markstrom. That's the only thing you're basing a trade on. You're not trading yeah. it unless someone says we'll give you this, 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 and you're like, oh, can't pass that up, right? It has nothing to do whether Wolf was good. You very well could find yourself, if the right trade is out there and they do move Markstrom, you are going to end up being a team looking for a goaltender. If Wolf is your guy, it might not be his first game that shows he's your guy. He might need a year, a year and a half, to adjust to the NHL level. You hope that he can do it, but there's just as much chance that he can't, and you're going to be one of those teams going, damn it, really need a goaltender. The, the, other, the, the saving grace will be that Keeping Markstrom here is keeping you competitive when you're not competitive anyway. So yeah, that's that's the point, right? If you, he, sorry, I was going to say he pretty much can't play better. Nope. We've said it. You almost can't play the position better than he's played it the last whatever season, but certainly as of late, and they're still hovering at 500, a bit above, a bit below. He's 34. And it, but it does. And I get why people are talking about it. It was a bit of a pail no of cold fun. water. It's no fun. And it won't be fun. Now, they didn't compete last night, no. which is not their calling card. They have competed. So you got to have the game can be different when they show up and play. So last night wasn't a good one for that. But it does give you a glimpse into how bleak it could be. Yeah. And the thing with goalies, as we know, you may you may hand the torch over and he could play two or three years and then you move on. And then two, three years after that, he could evolve as a 30-year-old or a 31-year-old and be a starting NHL goaltender for somebody else. It happens. All the time. All the time. Uh, this one here, um, it's not really a question, but I just thought I'd throw it in. Mock chicken is just a meatloaf with mystery meat. Uh, chicken, turkey, pork, anything could be in there. But chicken still gets the head billing, hey? I don't, I don't want know. To, uh, mock meat? Mm -mm. See, this is where Pinder would come in and say, oh, you're good for eating hot dogs, but you can't... Just shush. I friggin' love hot dogs. And I'm going to for the rest of my days because I'm not... And, and also, you'll see it sometimes. You'll be on social media or there'll be something, it'll be a documentary. Uh, hot dogs are made uh, with the uh, the ingredients of the boop out. Don't need to know. Don't, don't, don't ruin 
Don't ruin hot dogs. My cousin used to work at a meat processing plant when she was a teenager. To this day, cannot look or eat bologna. She's like, I I've seen how it's made. I just, I can't do it. Don't talk to me anymore. Don't eat it. Don't talk. Yeah. Do not ruin bologna or hot dogs. What was you, you were talking about? Scrapple? Right? When, when we saw you. Now, do we know what Scrapple is? It's kind of a. I know what it is. It's delicious. It's a bunch <laughs> of meat mixed with cornmeal, I think. <laughs> It's kind of a mystery meat. Oh, for sure. It's just a bunch of goop that they've thrown together with cornmeal and made into a loaf. Like it's which even when you you have to stop talking now, because even that kind of sounds I fried that bad I... boy up and I absolutely attacked. It's like a dog <laughs> eating out of my yeah. dish. Oh man, it's so good. Uh bad play. Oh now guys are taking runs. Oh, come on. Come on now, guys. Class. You can get in in the chat. Well, if, if it's just going to be negative, then we'll then we will move on today. Um, there's no knowledge in media. There is. Uh, it's great clips. If you don't know about great clips, then let us tell you all about great clips. More than 4,400 hair salons throughout the U.S. and Canada, largest hair salon brand in the world, and official hair salon of the NHL. Your time is valuable. They know that. They have the great clips check-in app. You can see the wait time. You can check in on your phone, get your hair cut when you want. You can opt in and get the ready next text alert by simply checking a box. Then they'll notify you within around 15 minutes to when your appointment is coming up. Time to head to the salon. Let's go. For more information, check out greatclips.com. Great Clips. It's going to be great. And you can take part in the uh, Great Clips inbox by emailing the show greatclipsinbox at flamesnation.ca. Yeah, spam. So spam is different than Scrapple, is what oh, you're saying. Yeah. Spam, and there was what click, K yeah. K L I K. Was that the Maple Leaf one? Yes. No, that comes in a can, and is this, this yeah. Scrapple I bought was from a from a butcher shop. Like it was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can call it fresh, but it was not canned. There you go, Public oh, Mr. Mr. Public. There, yeah, yeah. There's something about the, uh, but I used to like it as a kid. What the um the canned meats when you get the canned oh. ham? Paul I'm not sure what Paul Butchikowski used to have a a, <laughs> a spam and cheese sandwich on every road trip. It was absolutely. And I know I'm not more fancy now than I was then, no. but I, I I feel like I just don't know when it's encased in jelly. I just kind of what are we doing here with the jelly? Now I believe the Hawaiian really love the spam. Yeah, they might. Yeah. No, I, I think they yeah. do. I think it's a big. Yeah, they yeah. fry it up, and we might have to have a taste like a sh cooking show again where you taste test them. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Greg at Bonton wants to do something fun. I I think it's just time we start just well, get a bunch of meat Greg, and start cooking it and Greg frying at it. Greg at Bonton, we're having a meat raffle one day. So. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Uh. Here's the Betway bets. Only one game in the National Hockey League tonight. It is the Carolina Hurricanes. They are in the desert to take on the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, the Coyotes, they lost seven in a row. It's not going well. Anyway, for the Arizona Coyotes, Betway, get the Betway app on your phone. Play along tonight. Maybe you get into the game. Maybe you take a night off from Betway tonight. You get ready for a big slate coming up on Saturday. But if you do need a little bit there, I'm taking Carolina because it's not been good for Arizona. As I say, Carolina still thinks very good. 
minus one and a half. So win by two or more for the Canes. It's a plus 110. Sebastian Ajo, he is a stud. Give me two or more for Ajo tonight, and it's a plus 162. I'm taking plus on both of my bets in a Carolina-Arizona matchup. I had it here, but I think maybe I gassed it. But yeah, Arizona. Coming back down to earth. There was a, uh, kind of, not a survey, but there was kind of a thing done by ESPN, Greg Wyshynski, where he talked to some NHLers, some hockey people, executives, and that. What are your top 10 goaltenders? Marks from nowhere in the top 10. And I think even, and the reason I think of it is because Connor Ingram is playing really well or has been or had been for Arizona. He was even at 11. I think Markstrom came in at the 12 spot. It's like, do you guys pay attention? Does anybody want, I just wonder about some of these hockey executives. Well, we're out east or out west. So you Hellebuck and Demko. Yeah. And they were there. I think Hellebuck was number one. And then it's Vasilevsky and then. Vasilevsky. I don't know. Disrespect. Yeah. And I I think it would, uh, is it just on, career or for the season no it was this season yeah they check in at uh you know he probably did it over the all-star break when those guys are available to you mm-hmm. how the top 10 i'm trying to think of who i mean what's who's rolling in florida i don't even know i mean vasilevsky but is vasilevsky's he's salt is he have i don't know maybe yeah no i think he was number two i just think uh hockey people they're they're not as smart as we give them credit for Thank God we're not hungry. We're smarter. That's right. Uh, I'll give you a little bit of DoorDash love today. Are you guys going to DoorDash a $3,000 steak? I'm, well, I'm not going to DoorDash a steak, but I'm going to DoorDash something right now. Are you? All right. Ordering's easy. You get the DoorDash app. Choose what you want from where you want. Shows up right outside your door. With Double Dash, you can order from multiple restaurants or stores in the same delivery without an additional delivery fee. And right now... Our listeners and viewers get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code NATION25, NATION25. Um, what I'm going to tell you tonight, it's what's on the menu tonight. It's a long weekend. It's family day. Find a kid's, find a family movie, DoorDash in some food for the family, something fun. And watch uh, some, you know, some Pixar, some some family stuff tonight. There's only one game. Flames aren't playing. Do you really want to watch the Canes and the and the Coyotes? So get your point, you know, your brownie points, your family points, Dad of the Year. Get that all stocked up first, and then uh, you can watch some sports over the course of the weekend. And you probably owe some because with football and Super Bowl, you yeah, it's probably, time to give back. It's time to give back. Probably time to give a little bit back. So that's what I would do there just a guess so that's what's on the menu is be a good be a good family guy be a good dad with your uh, with your DoorDash. dash that for the win with DoorDash. could Bad you watch could you watch family guy if you're a family guy no or... no, okay. no not with the family you can watch it just don't have the kids around do not do that no 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 uh the pittsburgh penguins have claimed matthew phillips sad enough yeah it, that's a situation where he might succeed. <laughs> yeah. And I, I hope he does. I mean, I hope he does. I mean, they're not going to the playoffs either. And 
That's good though. He might need to be in a spot where you can get lots. Play of him with Sid. Yeah. Let him get a bunch of points and then get a nice contract. Next. Turn him into a gajillionaire and yeah, get him out of there. Friggin' Dubas, jerk. Okay, so walk us through your weekend. It's uh, we're not doing a show on Monday because it's family day. Um, when do you go back to? But what's we got, we got this game here. today? Nothing else. We're only one game a day till Sunday, so we play today, tomorrow afternoon at two thirty. Might go to Top Golf this afternoon. You dying or are you just no? I had a sneezer okay. there. Yeah, top golf maybe this afternoon, then have a nice sleep in tomorrow. Play a game. Sabers play Minnesota here. I could go to that. Really? Doubt if I will. Come on now, take the kids. You're a big wheel. Get some what tickets. I, how about I let the kids go and I? No, you have to go. You're the coach. You're kind of the chaperone. You're oh, the former saber. No. You can take them down under, uh, set it all up through Razor. Let them get down there and meet some of the players after. Yeah, good. Kevin Adams was at the rink this morning with his kids. I'm sure we could make some stuff happen. Maybe we'll do that. You should. Sunday, a couple more games if we win, hopefully. And then on Monday, I'm flying to Cincinnati. Go Bengals. Cincy. You don't want to know. You know what you could do is you could set up this the whole thing for the kids and say, boys, we play well today. We'll go to the game. We'll take you to the game. Maybe chance you could meet a couple of the uh, NHL guys. But I'm not taking you if you guys shit the bed here. Crap pants. Yeah. If you guys are no good, then we're not going. Not happening. And then if they play well and wins, okay, I'll call. I'll make some calls and see what I can do. Meanwhile, it's already in your back pocket and set up. Coach of the year. You are, uh, you're, in, you're an inspirational. I'm coach. a thoughtful I guy. See that. I I'm a sweetheart. You would inspire the boys. Yeah. I'm a sweetheart. So have uh, good luck with the thing. Uh, win the trophy or the gold or whatever is on the and line. You there. as well. Go Lethbridge. Or yeah. Let's really do it. And everybody else have a fine weekend. Enjoy your families on this family day weekend. Show is off Monday, back Tuesday. And, uh, looking forward to it who knows maybe some trades maybe lots of trades and if something happens we'll we'll be going with emergency press conferences we'll be going live from wherever we are but uh have a great weekend everybody see you buddies why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.